Uh, greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Numbers Don't Lie, the show where we get behind the he said, she said politicking for just a moment and look at the numbers, create some talking points, and uh, maybe just suggest some probable outcomes of these uh, upcoming national elections. Um, I'm your host, Scott Peter Smith, and in studio today we have the ever-present data analyst, Paul Berkowitz, the director of EDGES, and we're also joined by uh, deputy editor of the Financial Mail, Sikonati Manchancha, and the recently appointed business day political editor, Genevieve Quintal. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, today we're talking about the Democratic Alliance, um, the for now official opposition to the ruling ANC. And uh, I really have uh, one question to ask, and that's whether the DA is still growing, um, which can be read as, um, you know, are they maintaining their relevancy? Um, my gut tells me not. I mean, they've had a pretty horrendous uh, news year, I would say, in terms of their infighting and um, what I consider to be weak leadership and maybe some splits is the former uh, Cape Town mayor, Patricia DeLille, uh, and a newly launched good, her newly launched good party. Um, I don't know if that'll leaving leaving the party. I don't know if that will affect them on the polling stations or not. Um, but Paul, maybe if you can bring us up to up to speed on the numbers behind the DA, where they're at. So I had a look at a slide just before we came in today, looking at some of the recent polls. The Institute for Race Relations Afrobarometer. There's been one from the Center for Social Development in Africa. It's an outfit out of UJ University of Johannesburg, and. They're not all the same. That's the funny thing, isn't it? Okay, so when you account for, and maybe we'll go into the technical stuff, when you account for what might be discrepancies in methodology and things like that, the DA isn't really expected to grow. The most polls, when you adjust, and the, there are no polls that I can think of that have the DA at above 24%, and that's nationally, and that's under the most generous um, polling conditions and tailwinds of the bunch. It doesn't mean that we can't come up with uh, scenarios where the DA shoots the lights out, but the best polls at the moment have the DA at well, below 25%. How, how they have been doing over the last couple of years? Um, so actually, I had a chat with someone in the DA a few weeks ago. And at that time, I think this was about three weeks ago, their internal polling was showing that they were going to get between 24 and 25% right. nationally. That's what they say their internal polling is saying. Yes. Um, the problem is, if if the DA under the leadership of Musi Maimane does not get at least 25%, I think he's in trouble. Which actually comes on to my point. Um, I, I want to ask that question, but I want to ask it a little bit later. I mean, I just want to put some context into why I think they're kind of losing relevancy, partly because and whether they continue to grow. I mean, partly because uh, South African problems, of course, didn't just start with the Zoom years. But if you've got, if you've got the, the whole country almost collectively talking about his, his cut short term as nine wasted years, um, you know, any, any opposition party should be flying. They should be literally riding this wave of discontent and in, increasing the seats all over the, the, the different spheres of government. Um, I don't know, is the DA missing a trick? I, I don't see the DA is riding that wave. Certainly it did for as long as Jacob Zuma lasted and the, uh, the, the ANC realized with Jacob Zuma in there at the union buildings another year they are out of it so they pulled the best card Cyril Ramaphosa and quite frankly neither Musi Maimane nor anybody in that parliament or in the in, in the political parties the EFF certainly there's no match for him in the current environment and 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 Musi uh, poor him he's 
going to shout and howl and sound even ho- more hollow as he as he continues. But uh, come this uh, the, the election, Musi Maimane has got just a few weeks as leader of the Democratic Alliance because yes, it may still remain the official opposition in Parliament and certainly in Gauteng. But it will not be growing, and that means he's out of the leadership. Because in the past 25 years of democracy, he will have been the only leader of the Democratic Alliance that has not grown its support. Mm-hmm. And look, we've seen the DA the last few weeks. Uh, two weeks ago, they brought out Helen Ziller, who went to speak at a Ingekerk in Edenvale. And this week, she was here for one day. Tony Leon is here the whole week. Um, I actually heard him on the radio this morning saying that the reason they've actually brought him out is because the DA is worried about its support here in Gauteng. And from what I understand, the DA is actually losing some of its conservative white Afrikaans vote to the Freedom Front Plus because they they so... Then they're not even sure, I guess, what's what's happening with their policies. And we have this infighting. They're infighting. I think, like Sikana was saying, Jacob Zuma was a dream for them. But literally, I think it was two days before the ANC's Nazareth conference started, the, the issues with British Dalil came out. And they've been they had been battling that now for those first four or five months, from December to early this year while the ANC was cleaning up, getting rid of Jacob Zuma, New Dawn, Cyril coming in. And then from the British Delil matter, we then had the policy issues around BE and Gwen and Gwenya stepping down. And so for them also, it's just been one hurdle after the other. And and they haven't been able to to come back from that, I think. Well, it's... it's I have to agree with Genevieve. If if we look at the data, I guess that's why I jumped in. Firstly, on the subject of Freedom Front Plus support and new parties like the South Africa Capitalist Party, maybe even the ACDP, but Freedom Front Plus mostly. If you look at some of the by-elections where there are traditional DA strongholds, the DA normally holds those wards, but the by-election support for the Freedom Front Plus can go all the way up to 20 or 25%. It's almost like... Like uh, a, the same low stakes phenomenon where the UKIP, where Nigel Farage's party wins seats in the European Parliament, but not so much support at home, where people feel they can have a punt maybe ideologically, they vote less strategically, the stakes are lower, the governance stakes. The second point, which speaks to what Sikonati is saying, is that with Zuma out of the way, the research that has come out of the University of Johannesburg shows that there was a gender gap in 2017 between men and women um, in terms of likelihood to vote for the ANC with women reportedly at much lower levels, significantly lower levels, and that gap was closed in the 2018 follow-up survey. So that Zuma window of opportunity is now gone. And and you would think and you would think Jacob Zuma was the ladies' man, <laughs> uh, but uh, look, look Musimai Mane. The, the, the fact is, the DA has lost its most effective campaigner, as has the EFF, 
and that man was Jacob Zuma. Uh, now the ANC pulled out Cyril Ramaphosa, and there's no match for him in Parliament. There's no match for him uh, in all the opposition political parties, and certainly not in the ANC. They can't bear it. And Musa Maimane, unfortunately, after the election, uh, it is my humble opinion that he will be the former leader of the Democratic Alliance because he will have been the only leader in Democratic South Africa to have failed to grow its support. Tony Leon took it all the way from 1.7%. Where is it now when Musumaimane got it? 22%. So he'll, he, he'll be out. Anything less than uh, 25% means Musumaimane has failed as a leader. And, and uh, I, I don't see why he should stay on. Mm. I mean, outside of the weak leadership of Musumaimane, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing almost like a, where's the the ideological shift here a little bit. I mean, we don't want to talk about service to Levy. That's more of a, a war municipal type thing. But on a national level, you know, you know, when you're talking about the shift to uh, or the the eroding of the support base into the more the right right-ish type groups like the ZACP or the Freedom Front Plus, what sort of you, you know where is that support base slipping? Is it? I mean, I want to pull in like a little bit of a rural urban uh, scenario here, just to just to bring in some numbers. Like I said, I think it's your conservative. Afrikaans votes, um, especially when they were having the discussions on BEE, and there was the fight about whether they should it should be racially based or not. And I think finally, in the end, the DA did decide that you can't exclude race from the BEE discussion, um, and that's quite a shift from the the more liberal side of the DA, the more conservative of which I think the Tony Leons and that fell into um, in the past. And so these people are looking for, are feeling, oh, I don't want to vote for for the DA. Um, you hear a lot of people saying the DA is becoming the ANC lights. And that for your conservative Afrikaans votes, where do you go? Freedom Front Plus. But there are also now a hell of a lot more new political parties, which means there are more opposition parties. So the DA is fighting for those opposition votes. And that's also an issue for them. I, I guess like Paul said, we got the capitalist party. I'm not quite sure how well they're going to do and how much support they're going to mm. pull in. Well, you know, I hate to make predictions, but I would say we could definitely look at a scenario where they get a seat. And I think it's worth just highlighting again back of the envelope based on a turnout of 70% or a little bit more or a little bit less that about 43, 45,000 votes will guarantee you a seat. And because of the vagaries, you know, of part, very small parties wasting up to 5% of the vote, you could sneak in with maybe 30, 35,000 votes. So if you can think of 30 or 35,000 people that will vote for the purple cow. Um, their leader will get in. Maybe so, we could probably even come up with a scenario where there's two seats. But I think uh, I'm going to I'm going to stop at one and not get really. So, is there a seat for the purple cow and for the good party? On a national level, it's a good question. <coughs> we I think we might even speak about this next week because the the idea of is the vote consolidating or splintering? We we have a, a PR system, a proportional representation system, with quite a low threshold to get into power. You don't need a minimum percent. <coughs> so there's going to be comings and goings. 
I mean, my, my feeling about split vote, it probably doesn't really matter on a national level. I mean, we've got, you know, the DA saying, don't split your vote, vote for the DA, don't vote for these new parties coming in, coming into the, coming to the floor. But on a national level, municipal level matters, but I mean, national level, not so much. You, you essentially want as much opposition as possible to the ruling party in order to, that's what parliament's for, in order to sort of make that balance. But I mean, are you really splitting the vote if they're losing some seats to these other parties? It doesn't really matter for the, for the, in terms of the, it matters for the DA, but it doesn't matter so much in terms of the, in whether it's better for the country or not. So, I mean, the question I really want to ask is, you know, where does, the, where does this, are you okay, the Jenny? I'm not. Is, is, is this, is this, uh, uh, the elections are making people sick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so completely unscripted my, my, and unrehearsed. Yeah. yeah. So my, my question I actually want to get into is I don't know if you've got some numbers for us, Paul, around where the DA maybe I know they're gunning hard for the for Gauteng, which makes sense to them, but that's more of an urban vote. So is there are we seeing differences in the in the urban and rural vote, especially in, in terms of where they're slipping? Or we we are seeing that there's a general urban rural division. This is something we probably talked about, or other people smarter than me have talked about. If you look at a map of DA support, you know, the eastern part of the Eastern Cape, the southern part of KZN, outside of urban areas, not just the metros, but the kind of places, the geographical support for the DA and for the Freedom Front Plus and for voters that are sometimes one thing and sometimes the other and are not strictly monogamous because the numbers suggest that there are people who will vote more for the DA provincially than nationally if they think it can make a difference. And that's you look at the Western Cape, if you look at 2014, there were some wards where the gap between the DA's national vote and their provincial vote was five, even close to 10 percentage points. And some of that difference went to the Freedom Front Plus. What you might see, and I think this would be an interesting scenario for you, Sikonati, is what if the DA do very well provincially in Gauteng while treading water, even going backwards nationally? Does Musi keep his job if... You know, he's around at the time that the DA have a firmer grip on Gauteng. I'd, I'd love to see that happening, definitely. Look, they've got a great candidate in uh, in, in Solim Simanga for Gauteng, except, again, the DA keeps shooting itself in both feet because they removed uh, Solim Simanga from Pretoria, from Tswane, under dubious circumstances and pretended they're actually promoting him uh, to candidate of, of the province when that is a blue lie, uh, like, like the DA's colours. It's actually a blue lie. Uh, Helen Zilek contested and won the premiership of the Western Cape when she was mayor of Cape Town, so there was absolutely no reason. You don't think it was like a finessing of a, 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 a difficult situation with the EFF in Tswane and uh, maybe an attempt to, to fudge it so that they'd be happy within the coalition? Definitely. Uh, Solim Simang's uh, booting out of uh, Tswane was an attempt to manage their, their entanglement with the, with the EFF in Pretoria. Now, uh, he's, he, I repeat again, he's definitely a great candidate for, for Premier, but the DA has been shooting itself in both feet over the past, give it the past seven years. That very managed uh, process that brought Musa Maimane in as 
leader. Helen Zilli decided who was going to be leader of the DA and it was going to be a black person. They tried uh, Lindwe Mazubuko and, and there was a big falling out there. Now they tried with uh, trying with, with Musi Maimane. He's turning out in my in, in my considered opinion to not be the best leader that the DA could have found. They could, for example, have taken Wilmot James. He would, in my in my humble opinion, again, would have done a much better job than Musi Maimane. So come uh, come the election and they let's say they do better in Gauteng than nationally. Does that mean Musi Maimane keeps his job? Definitely not, in my opinion. You've got two great uh, leaders in Gauteng in, in that way. Uh, Solim Simanga, as I said, and the mayor of Johannesburg, Hemen Mashaba. Whatever they would have done in, in, in Gauteng would be a reflection of the leadership of those two leaders in the metros that they are leading. And, and certainly the voters' uh, view on, on Solim Simanga going forward. You have to judge Musi Maimane purely on the outcomes for the national ballot. Who could bring out the DA from where they currently are? Is, is kind of the question. I mean, who, who else, who, who's there? So I we... don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know. Who would... Um, the, the DA, like the ANC, is having its own factional problems. Mm. There are two different thoughts within the DA which are fighting against each other. So... It would all depend on which faction won out in the end when it comes to, if they remove Musi Maimane, as Siko says. And I when agree with Siko, when Musi they do, Maimane. if he doesn't grow the party, he's definitely going. But then it all depends on which faction wins out, and then who do they put forward after that. Don't you think it's a bit unfair, guys? Because I remember 2014, where the DA was a lot more vocal and a lot more specific about what they planned to get. They were even, they dropped this as the campaign went on, but there were even talks of 30 percent. Do you remember um, talking about what they'd got? So, I don't know, maybe to me, um, and I'm, and this is what's nice, because in, for you, Sikonati, there's, under every scenario, Musi must get the boot. Um, I, can, I, can, I think I can construct very few where he actually gets to stay on and be the hero of the story in some way. But the, that kind of pressure wasn't really on Helen Zilla, was it, when, well, they dropped the talk of, of hard numbers and predictions quite soon? Because they soon realized what that was going, that there was going to be a, a big problem for them. Who would take over? I don't know. But you have to look at the DA in the same way you look at the ANC. You've, you are, you've got two or three political parties in one. You've got the big national party uh, support base. Uh, let's let's call it uh, uh, what, what what was that Africans were the Frakramte uh, group. The, those hardened guys who are now looking to 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 the Freyets front for their for 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 to, to, for their future so you may have uh, if they are concerned mostly about that traditional support they will go for uh, I, I, uh, Genevieve should know the people better but uh, there the, the are people in, in, in the federal uh, leadership that can appeal most to that but I certainly don't see a prominent black leader which is what they need I don't see a more prominent black leader than, than Musi Maimane or, or Gwen Gwenya I don't know much about her support either so it, it, it may well have to be that they must take on the uh, front to win back their support and <coughs> an old traditional conservative white candidate for leadership. I don't think the situation is that bad, but again, so I'm bringing my own biases and, and, and scenarios. If we look at the numbers, the 
Freedom Front Plus has had about between 150 and 175,000 votes in the last three, four elections, compared to what the DA grew from about one to two to three to four million. Okay, and keeping in mind that you need about... During all that time when the DA didn't have a black leader, he's yeah. talking about BE and race and everything. True, but mm. at the same time that the DA also grew, not necessarily organically, but absorbing the largest chunk of the Freedom Front Plus, a large chunk of the NNP, and then a large chunk of the ID to consolidate vote uh, support among minorities. So maybe what is left is organic growth. I, I'm just saying, if you look historically, these were things you could say in mitigation. If I need, if I was the public uh, defense attorney appointed to defend Musi against Sikonati's onslaught, <laughs> but but in all seriousness, if you look at the numbers, you're quite right, Sikonati. The the DA has grown in every election in actual numbers, and not even if you sort of disaggregate between national, provincial, or municipal. And chronologically, the DA has grown every election, almost in the last. Week, they got more in 2016 than in 2014, which is a high bar to for Musi to get over. I mean, it's almost unheard of that you, um, an opposition party would increase in what, say, an off-election, put it that way. I put it to you that what they have done in the past uh, five, six years, their, particularly their mistreatment of, of, of black leaders, uh, uh, Lindu Mazabugo, now uh, uh, Patricia Tilil, does not give any black person the confidence that there is room, proper room in the Democratic Alliance for black leadership. It's not uh, whatever the fallout fallouts were about uh, it certainly gives the impression that there's, there's still no room in the Democratic Alliance for leadership unless they are aligned to the thinking, the conservative thinking of those people in charge today and that is going to come and trip Musi Maimane in this election and they will have to go find another black leader which they will not find so essentially what we're saying is um, whether Musi keeps his job or not is reliant on low ANC, ONC voter turnout <laughs> that's one way of looking yeah. at it if I want to cast the sort of data net as wide as possible and look at all the possible things that could boost the DA, and of course, according to Sikonati, Musi Maimane is not one of them. But then, let's be fair, you know, um, jokes aside, Ramaphosa polls better than Maimane. So does Julius Maimane. Julius polls better than Maimane. We don't have a detailed breakdown on exit polls. We don't have a breakdown by age or, or by race of who votes for whom. What we can do is we can overlay the results in a ward and we can say, well, the ward looks like this. And maybe there's other wards that look like this. This one's slightly younger. This one is predominantly black African. This one is predominantly minorities. But we don't have a breakdown. So because we don't, and because there is a margin, there's a corridor of uncertainty, as they say in the cricket, the DA's growth could come from the youth vote, people who haven't voted before. We, we know less about them than we do about what you'd consider the DA or the ANC's base. They are probably most likely to go for the EFF, but could the DA pick up? Maybe. Low term, I was just going to say Julius Malema has done more than missing my money to attract those people. 100%, and you're quite right. But if we look at the DA's support among black voters, if we accept from the data... What we know to be true, but the numbers confirm it, the Institute for Race Relations poll says that 
before now, and here's another problem, it's not just the Freedom Front Plus, it's obviously Cyril as well, that the ANC got 96% of its support from black voters and that the EFF got 98% of its support, meaning that almost all minority support is going to the DA. We know that, and we know that that's be, that is in one sense the ceiling. The DA grew its support in uh, traditional black areas in Soweto and Mamelodi, but not really more than, say, 10% of the total ward vote. So for the DA to have to do better than it's done historically, it just has to attract more than 10% of new voters. Even if, and I guess this is where we come down to guesswork and scenario planning, is, is in, you know, in, in, in your mind, do you think Julius is going to get 100% of the youth vote? Even if the EFF only captures 50 or 60% and the DA beats out the ANC and other parties, that's one scenario. I also don't think it's likely, but it's a scenario. The other one is if something truly terrible happens politically or economically or ecologically in the next two weeks, if we have load shedding from here on out, or if you know, terrible internet pictures surface of Ramaphosa or something like that, and load turnout. Um, guys, any quick closing, closing comments around that? I don't we'll think it that. escapes Paul. Uh, the young people who the hollow man is remember Musa Maimane making that speech uh, confronting Jacob Zuma uh, the hollow man man, I certainly watched and listened carefully the man who sounded the most hollow was the one making the speech not the intended uh, 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 target or, or victim of that speech. He has done absolutely nothing to show us that he is real Musi Maimane from Soweto, a black guy who is there standing up for black interests. I do not think this equal opportunity and whatever, uh, by the way, the Democratic Alliance has not agreed on what their stance is on BEE. Mm. It has not agreed and they disagree publicly. Uh, take that with their treatment of Patricia Tilil and 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 Lindwe and again, I'm still stuck with the image that there's no room in the Democratic Alliance leadership for black people. Certainly, they want the black votes and that, and they need them. But is Musi Mane the person to deliver those? I submit not. I don't think. Um, I think Signas sort of touched on this, but I don't think that the DA is. Um, attractive to the youth. Mm. I don't get that. I don't get that sense about them. And even and, and maybe it's maybe I'm not looking wide enough. I know they go on these car seat tours and they go inspect this and inspect that. But in terms of their campaigning, and correct me if I'm wrong, what? campaigning have they actually done which targets the youth they're doing town they, halls which at 6 o'clock in the evening I'm quite sure that a 20 something year old does not want to go sit in the town hall and listen to politicians there was and then it's like I said the the door to doors in the middle of the day 
who's at home, I understand there's a big population that is unemployed. unemployed. And they're not talking to the unemployed. It's Julius Marima that says, I will steal from the wealthy white people to to give give to to you, you, poor black people. The Democratic Alliance actually says, I will make sure the wealthy white people keep their stuff and hope that Mm. you also will get a job in the process. I don't know if in a way, I don't know if you saw that attack ad of the DAs that was quite similar to the This Is America. There were scenes from it which almost looked yes. Yeah, and I don't know if that was supposed to attract a younger audience. And they had these girls in the little uniforms and they were shouting hands up in the air and they had a, almost a bit of a, I think there was a bit of a rap sequence in there or something. But is that enough? I don't know. Does, does an advert like that actually say to you, oh, yes, actually Can't, you're Don't right. talk to me. I'm the wrong demographic. The ANC is terrible. <laughs> Look at the DA. Let's vote. I don't know. I, I don't. Under this leadership, there is a... A, a huge deficit of ideas and what it is that the DA wants to do with the Blackfoot. It will not grow purely by sticking with its conservative uh, older white people. They will always find the Freedom Front plus when there's a man who even hints at uh, making be policy, race-based policies. It is the black population that the DA needs to appeal to. And Mr. Maimane has failed to do that after losing Jacob Zuma as his biggest campaigner. That is my submission. We can talk about this after the May 8 election. One or two final ideas. Scraping the barrel, maybe casting the net properly wide. There may be (coughs) phenomena like the shy DA voter. There may be a certain segment of the population that feels embarrassed to vote for the DA or who feels angry, but because of other trends like negative partisanship on the day will show up and vote strategically. That will vote not because of passion, not because of um, a strong positive attraction to Musimai Mane and all the party, but because there's a fear of the ANC and or the EFF. Again, my personal view, I am in, I'm in agreement with you guys that the EFF has done the most to attract the youth vote and that the DA is not exciting. Okay, well, that's about all we have time for. Um, some uh, fierce views coming out here today, but that's great. That's why we're here. Um, hopefully, someone from the DA will listen, and but we'll we'll and find tell out. us where we got it wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll find out soon enough um, after these elections, because um, as you know, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> um, thanks everyone for listening, and thanks to uh, Paul Sikinati and Genevieve for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Um, you'll find the podcast on Times Live or your favorite podcast app. And uh, cheers. See you next time. You've been listening to Final Take, a multimedia live production from the Tissot Blackstock Group, publishers of the Sunday Times, Business Day, and Financial Mail.